All right, Clint from the doorway too. Hanging out with F from I think it's Modir. Is that how you say it? I'm not sure. Uh, oh, you're you're cutting every step. Right? You're cutting a little. Oh, yeah. Can can you can you hear me now without any problems? Yeah, it's or? good. It's good. There might okay. there might be some lagging. I don't know why. But yeah, you, you said it, you said it uh, right. But the real uh, the real way to say it in French, of course, is Modir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's okay. I love the way uh, Anglo uh, Anglophones uh, say say the word. It's cool too. <laughs> it's 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 my New York accent. You're lucky yeah. that I can even see anything French close at all. <laughs> you're uh, pretty close. Okay. You're, you're pretty close to uh, French uh, speaking people, though. Eh? But now you're in Arizona. Eh? Yeah, I'm in Arizona. Yeah. I'm, I've been in Arizona for like a, almost 15 years, but yeah, I grew up in New York, so. Um, but yeah, you know, absolutely cool. So uh, the first thing I kind of want to talk about a little bit is uh, wh why two EPs a year apart rather than doing a full length record? Um, I, I'm kind of really curious about that. Yeah, but the pro when I started the process, uh, doing one EP was like uh, more, uh, went faster, was faster for me to do that. It was more interesting because, you know, when you try to make an album, sometimes you can uh, you can spend uh, maybe two years or more on working on an album, and uh, it's you know it, these days uh, with the internet and uh, the, the business model of music is all screwed up. It's all uh, different from what it was uh, 15 years ago. So better put a lot of stuff in uh, out there, you know, to get some attention. So for me, EPs is a it's a great format for that. I can. Uh, I can work it for for a year, a year and then I'm setting up a public publicity campaign or whatever, and I'm trying to to push it. So it's, it's maybe I'm I'm getting more noticed, maybe a little because of that, you know, because on 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 uh, uh, not waiting for two two years uh, apart for new releases. Mm -hmm. So that's this is just like that for me. It's uh, it's more interesting. You get to uh, release stuff uh, faster. That's really the, cool. the point. Awesome. No, that's great. So I want to talk a little bit about the two records because there's similarities, but to me, there's two drastic differences. And I'm going to, and that's kind of where I'm going to go right now. So the first EP, which is what, La Tempest, I don't know how you, you know, again, uh, it's more straightforward kind of black thrash. Like, uh, uh, there's two there's two songs in particular, like Wasteland and Snakes of Creation, that remind me of just like, classic 90s black thrash like it's just like and, and 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 i love that but with the new record there's there's kind of a proggy almost sci-fi element into it as well too and uh i kind of wanted to ask was it done on purpose that the first record was kind of more of a traditional kind of black thrash record and the second one done with a little bit more of a kind of a proggy kind of spacey edge i'd really uh it, it came out naturally for the second one because the first track I worked on uh, was uh, The Crowning Hour, which ended up being the last track on uh, La Pardidia. And I started experimenting, you know, uh, with uh, less distortion on some guitar parts. And that that got the bass uh, real upfront. And I really liked that. I added some distortion on the bass tracks too. And so I really liked the sound of that. And uh, I'm a very big Rush fan too. You know, I've always been a Rush uh, very big fan of Alex Lifeson. So, 
So, you know, there's, there's not that like, I'm not playing Rush, you know, I'm not pretending to be Rush, not at all. But, you know, I, there's some uh, nice uh, coloration guitar chords where I'm trying to introduce into into the stuff. I think it's uh, it's more interesting. Maybe it's maybe it makes it sound a little different from from other people. I don't know. So it just started with the crowning hour and then uh, it it went from there. So. I had a new direction, like you would say, uh, mixing trash and maybe more prog. And it was just like that. Maybe uh, when I started the Tempest, I was really rediscovering the, the old black metal bands from the 90s, you know, Mayhem, Burzum. I skipped that, man, when I was uh, like uh, 10 years ago or maybe in the 90s, even I was mm -hmm. listening to Pantera and, you know, uh, Fear Factory and couldn't sure. care less about Burzum and all that stuff. It was like me for me. It was, Maybe this is sound like a demo, you know. But today, when I listen to those bands, I think it's really refreshing. It's it's different. They they sound uh, it's 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 nice to hear something that sounds different and not uh, like everybody else. Uh, the big production, super clean uh, sound. So uh, when I started the Tapest, I was really into that uh, that scene, that black metal thing. So maybe it's why it's a little more black metal, you would say, that the the Tapest than the new one. So it's just naturally like that. I, I don't know where I'm going for the next one. I'm just, I'm That's just, cool. I'm going to try to think about it soon and I uh, just, we'll see. We'll see. Cool. <laughs> Awesome. So I uh, that's kind of funny because uh, there's two songs in particular on a new record that I really kind of like, they just drew me to the record that I want to talk to you. So one of them is The Crowning Hour. So that's kind of funny that you yeah. kind of talked about that. And my reasons are probably going to be completely different and kind of really archaic to you. But uh, so the guitar tone reminds me of, I don't know if you listen to like 80s, like hair metal or heavy metal at all but like yes uh, so you remind me of chris holmes from wasp playing yeah. guitar on that cool yeah man. it's, got, I love it's wasp. got this very it's got this very wasp guitar tone <laughs> but but then like the overtone of the music of that one like the, the overtone of the song is more like like later celtic frost and voivod mixed in so like it's kind of got that 80s vibe of wasp but yet like that that thrashy blackness of of Voivod and Celtic Frost to me. And that's kind of what really drew me to it was it had those and pop is not a dirty word to me, so I'm gonna use it. Like it had some poppy elements that made the song even more interesting with the prog side. So I was wondering like uh if you could kind of talk about the crowning hour and a little bit more uh, you know, what inspired you to have that kind of guitar tone with those vocals and or kind of drumming yeah but it's like, like i said uh, i i don't remember i i started just uh with the the, the main riff i think that that song got uh, real uh, screwed around you know uh i it take it took a little time to figure what was the verse in the song and uh, i was like playing with parts you know and uh, then when i found the the the, the main uh, the main way to do it you know i found the verse and okay that's going to be like the chorus although there's not i don't know if there's really a chorus you know different sections in the song and uh, i i just I, I was trying other stuff you know uh, it's just okay i, I did the 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 pest and uh, i was uh, you know when when you finish a project you you kind of uh, you're kind of a little burned by it, you know, because you, you spend so much time, especially on the mixing, especially for a for me, I was starting to to 
to try to mix and in a in a final format you know not just mixing demos uh, trying to mix it like okay it's going to be the final product so i did a lot of mixes and to learn how to do it so and uh, was you know I, I needed a change i needed a change i think when i started working on the other one so just just uh, i just experimented with chords uh, and those chords they, they didn't ring well with the full distortion so I just had to take back a little of the distortion to to make those notes kind of uh, you know uh, not a big mess because sure. it's uh, power chords they sound great with a lot of distortion but when you're trying to like nice little note additions you have to take back a little and that's that that showed me that in a mix this the distortion uh, guitar distortion takes a lot of space in a mix it's it's impressive so when you take it back. That's uh, stuff starts to appear more like the bass. Bass yeah. guitar starts to oh, it's uh, okay. It's, it cleans the mix a lot. So that's what I, I'm hearing a lot of uh, of other mix now. I'm listening. Oh, there's not that much distortion in the guitars. And some mix I, I I'm listening like uh, I bought some uh, old Corona uh, right now, and uh, I'm listening to, uh, to to the Corona from the '90s. Uh, there's not that much distortion in their rhythm guitars, and it sounds super uh, clean and nice. So. And for for the rest, uh, the 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 crowning hour started like that. And uh, once I I found my way through it, uh, you know, I I kept on that direction. Maybe uh, not exactly, uh, still spreading a lot, but it gave gave the tone for it all. Nice. So the the song that I would say to me, if I listen to your band, like feels like the most complete song, and the one that like. It's it's probably my favorite one on the entire record is Spirit of Sulphur, so, and uh, and the reason why is and you just you did it again, which it, it we're, I think we're on the same wavelength, but like that also gave me that prog meets like classic thrash kind of vibe, and Coroner was one of the one one of the bands I was just gonna mention that it really kind of like like Voivod, Celtic Frost, Coroner, like. Uh, maybe you just got a love for like Swiss metal. I don't know. Like I, I'm, I, 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 that that's funny because uh, Corona is a band that uh, you're not the only one that mentioned that, and I didn't know Corona at all, man. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I know Voivod for sure. I'm a fan of Voivod. Yeah. And but Corona, I knew the name, but never listened to Corona. So people were starting to mention Corona, and I said, Ah, I'm, I'm gonna check them out. <laughs> it's great, man. I love Corona now. But I, I didn't know Corona before. It's a great trash metal band. It's a, it's all it's as interesting as any uh, of the big trash metal bands like Testament or anything. Personally, I even I think I I like Corona more than Testament. But this it's very good, you know. And uh, but that's it uh, for for it's Voivod is uh, has always been a very uh, uh, pr present in, in my life. But I'm I'm not either the 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 big guest fan of the first Voivod. I was a really big fan of uh, of uh, the the album The Outer Limits, which is not that much popular yeah. in, in the Voivod. And I really like the the period too of with Eric Forrest uh, when the Snake wasn't there. There was Negatron and uh, the the Phobos. After I really liked that period. And recently, I started going back into their catalog and actually going to the the classics. And it's really great, uh, really great band unique and uh, one of the, the best bands in Quebec for sure. That's funny you say that because because Negatron is my favorite Voivod record. Yeah. Like that's yeah, it was good. 
Yeah, that's like that's my favorite one of it all. And it, and, and like I said, if I have to go for a snake period, um, like I, I'd probably say Dimension Hatress is my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite one overall, just because of tonality, the way it is. It kind of mixes the old and the new. Uh, but yeah, no, that, that's funny that you say that because a lot of people stay away from the outer limits. I think that's a great record. I think the record that people have the most, like the most time, difficult time to digest is Angel Rat. Yeah. Just because, yeah. because, because it's not really a thrash record. And I think no. that people keep waiting for it to be a thrash record. And that's yeah. kind of what I was going to ask you is, so you add a lot of poppy sensibilities in the thrash. Um, and I was kind of going to ask you on this a little bit later on, but it works well now. So have you gotten any really interesting or odd comments so far critiquing uh, the band, like something that kind of either put you off in, in, in a different thought pattern, or maybe they, you know, said something you're like, Oh man, I never heard that before, but yeah, now I go back and listen to it. And you're right. Like you said about the current, the corner yeah. thing. Has anybody else, like any reviewers, any friends, any just like fans, like, like you went back and, Oh man, you're right. I did hear that or nah, man, you're way off. Uh, but I'm actually I'm actually very happy when anybody anybody takes time to man to write about this stuff or mention it like you did and I checked your review it's, it's really amazing when the, these things happen yeah and uh, but now for for me it was really the Corona thing that uh, okay what well, was that Corona like I tell you I, I knew the yeah. name but never listened to it and uh, but no people are picking up things that I I I, I knew were there you know the Ishan uh, kind of reference I think that's come that comes from maybe the the voice tone you know we we I. I think I have similar things uh, in the voice tone that Ishan has in his distortion or his black metal voice. And uh, of course, when, when people mention, uh, some people have, have mentioned Rush a lot for, for this EP particularly, they're picking up some Rush on the, and that's, that's really flattering for me. And I've been, a, you know, my, my biggest uh, bands in my life, it's uh, Iron Maiden and Rush from my teen years, you know, that's never, they never left me. So if somebody mentions Rush next to me, I'm just, uh, I'm just uh, the happiest dude on earth. On earth. <laughs> that's no, no. So, so there's, there's, there's two other bands that I kind of want to bring into the fold. I mean, uh, the Hassan thing from, from Emperor, I, I get it. Um, there, there's a lot of, I, I'd say the first two solo records he made, your voice is very similar to that. Okay. Uh, cool. But the t Satyricon is another one that I really like. I really feel like there's an element of uh, because Satyricon was some thrash metal elements into their black yeah. metal, but it's kind of hidden in the background. You have that kind of cold Satyricon vibe sometimes. The other one that, like, I'm people don't hear it as much, but if they listen to it, they would. I hear a lot of like 90s British death metal. Um, oh, yeah. And what I mean by what, what I mean by that is like the tonality and just the 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 way it is is more of that like carcass entombed kind cool. of sound. It, it has yeah. that it has that kind of buzzsaw kind of vibe okay. sometimes. Like that like cool. really. Uh, so were you influenced by any of that in like '90s death metal from you know from the UK at all? But um. More, more influenced maybe by the the '90s scene in Europe, okay. uh, largely you know like uh, 
Uh, I really, the, the, the 90s uh, European scene saved me from the 90s uh, American scene. <laughs> for me, you know, you know uh, now I can enjoy stuff like uh, Rage Against the Machine, you know, because uh, it's, it's a brilliant uh, first album, you know. But back then it was just that and it was uh, like crushing everything that I was loving. So I turned to, to the, the, the European uh, metal scene like Amorphis and... Uh, Amorphous has that uh, in, in, entombed uh, sound, maybe end of the first. Uh, yes, yeah, so I really loved Amorphous, all the their their albums, uh, especially to Elegy that, that I really loved, and all that uh, that nineties uh, sound, the the, the My Dying Bright stuff. I really loved also. But does did that influence uh, Mozart? Uh, it's the it's, it's the sum of everything that I have been listening to all my life. I guess that gets you to that point, you know, where okay, now uh, I'm, I'm uh, putting in all uh, the different colorations of uh, what I've been listening to and learned through the years in the songs right now. Nice. Um, so I guess I'm going to ask you a, a, a question that might be real easy for you to answer, but. Um, I really just love getting the feedback from musicians when they tell me, like, so you, you're in Montreal, correct? Yeah. Okay. So the music scene there is so vibrant and there's so much going on there. I mean, there's so many different kinds of music I listen from there, from post-rock to death metal uh, to just straight out kind of funky bands that are there why be a one-man project when you're in montreal like <laughs> you have so many like so many people that could help you or like do music with you was there a, was it always a mindset to just do it on your own or have you ever thought about having other people work with I, you actually uh, I, I had bands uh, like uh, a lot of bands before that and uh, it's you know it's it's interesting to work with people but you you know people leave and they, yeah. they lose interest and that's and and projects die uh, because of that you know you're working on songs and uh, you you cannot even record them because everybody has uh, just uh, passed uh, went went to on onto something else you know it's a long process it's you you get you got to be passionate about about stuff and stay and focus so for me that that got me into working alone because uh, even if there's a lot of musicians in here, uh, they they're all in bands themselves. You know, they're all in great bands. So so before that, I I had Trinity Blast and we had a whole band and I but you know we we lost a drummer and we started hiring drummers. So that 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 gave an interesting result, but that was a very difficult thing, you know, too, because you you hire a drummer, he's gonna send you the tracks and he's gonna play them by like he wants and. You, you receive that and it's over, it's done, you know, and you have to record your stuff or arrange it and adapt yourself, you know. So I was at that point when, uh, you know, I did a couple of songs like that. I was getting a little tired of that. So I said, like, okay, let's let's do that all alone. Let's just try to work uh, everything. You know, I bought a bass guitar and I started fiddling around it and I, I had to sing and, you know, I needed uh, to, to, to try the vocals. So I had a mic and I just tried it and I, I liked the results. So I, I kept on doing it. So, of course, for me, that's a great situation. Plus the fact that uh, there was COVID-19 and there still is. And, you know, if I if I was working with musicians, I wouldn't be working. You know, it's like the, they're pretty much all stuck uh, waiting for it to finish. You know, for me, I, I could do the whole EP during the crisis and be totally able to do it alone. And so it was, uh, you know, for me, it was ideal for that the, the, 
to be to be able to do it all alone. So for 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 musicians, other musicians, of course, if I ever take that live, I would, uh, I'll, I'll I'll try. I'll, I'll have other musicians with me, that's for sure. But for now, it's um, I'm I'm happy with the the way I'm working like that. Yeah. Awesome. No, that's fantastic. Um, I, I do a lot of music one man myself. I have I have a band myself, but I do it one man too, and I, it's for the same exact reasons. Is you can yeah. get so much done, and I completely understand that. Um. So I want to talk about the two album covers because they're very, very similar, but really different. Uh, so like, I almost feel like the first record or the first EP has more of a, again, primitive kind of album cover where there's more decay on it, where the, the new record kind of has more of that modern, again, futuristic kind of feel. Uh, but yet they're both black and white and they're, they're both kind of grim in the way they are. Why have two album covers so similar uh, in less than a year's time frame? Like, that's kind of, I think it might be a little confusing for the listeners because they're not going to know which one they're really looking at because they look very similar. But take the two, uh, listen to the two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Where you're trying to make say, like, it doesn't matter which one you listen to, just pick one, listen to it, and then listen to the other one and kind of get the whole exposure. Or was there, or was there a real reason behind one being the album cover like this and one being the album cover like that? And the real reason is uh, th those pictures are taken by, by my brother. Who's, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The, my brother is kind of the second member of, uh, of Modir, so he's, uh, he's always there, you know, uh, in the background, uh, working on stuff for for, for me uh, visually or stuff like that. So that was his pictures. And uh, the first one, uh, the, the tapest was there was lyrics more maybe about the environment and stuff like that. So so we wanted something that represents that you know that that building is an old incinerator in Montreal. So mm -hmm. uh, my brother took a picture during a snowstorm. So that's the, in the picture. It's real. The, 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 those things that looks like uh, specks and that's yeah. no that's that's a snowstorm. So he, he took that picture and you know okay that's nice. It fits. For the second one, uh, we we wanted again, yeah, to to have a continuity, you know, or uh, that, yeah, the we, I don't know if we're gonna keep that uh, visuals for for the next ones, but yes, we wanted to have a sort of continuity, and uh, we we the, the lyrics were different, maybe more political, uh, less less environment. So so you know, we we took we we we, we tried to take another side of. Uh, of Montreal that's uh, can can be grim like the downtown you know there's there's nice things in downtown but there's homeless people you know there's difficulties to it could 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 be grim so that that, that building it's kind of I think it took the pictures like maybe it's from the gutter you know because that building is uh, standing over you and you know crushing you it's it's a financial building in Montreal too so that's uh, th those are two things too that are nice it's it's for for us it's it's a, it's a project that's homegrown you know do it yourself in, in montreal and those those are two pictures of uh, of the city too so that uh, that that's a uh, continuity too so cool that's it for now don't know what we're going to do next for the the, the other ones <laughs> nice um so if you could make a video a, like a proper video for any song off for either one of the eps which one would you want to do and why uh think I would do the slumber okay. uh, yeah I, I guess but you know uh, I'm, I'm relying on uh, comments from people to to choose the songs because you know when you're close to that uh, 
you close to the songs like that, you don't see clearly necessarily. So I'm relying on people like my brother and other friends who tell me you should maybe try that. I, I I wouldn't choose I would have chosen the, the the spirit of sulfur as a second uh, uh, single so, so I, that was suggested by me and by other people so it, I didn't regret that at all it was a, a good choice uh, it's it's coming yeah. up like a favorite songs from a, a lot of people so yeah. but you know so I would go maybe for for the, the singles maybe like either the slumber or spirit of sulfur for 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 videos. But being alone, I, I'm not too sure what kind of video that would be, that would be. You know, it it wouldn't it would have it wouldn't be a, a band playing. That's impossible. So I just I don't know yet what I would be doing like a, a, as a professional video with those songs. You know, gotcha. Got oh, to cool. figure get to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I would love to see Spirit of Sulfur as a video. I think that'd be really cool. So. Uh, cool. Uh, I, again, my favorite song off the record, so uh, I, I guess I'm in good company. Uh, but uh, uh, so, I this is probably going to be a tough question, but I, I want you to try and honestly answer it. So a after having some time and probably being sick of listening to the two records over and over again to make sure that, like you, you know, you got what you wanted. Yeah. Is there anything that you would like to change now? on those records like is there is there a part is there a song is there something that like maybe there's a song you wanted to put on that you feel like you maybe missed out on like talk to me a little bit about now looking back uh is there anything that you'd like to do differently on either one of those eps yeah for sure for the first one uh, you know I, I maybe i i did uh, some people are telling me that the, the production is a little better maybe still on on la part du diable than it was on the tapest you know to the, the, so so I, I gained some experience. So I, I would if I would mix the tapest right now, I would mix it maybe a little differently, you know. So that's that that's what I would redo, you know. But of course, if I listen to those songs now, of course I would be okay. Like that, I would might be that that section of of uh, a song, I would do it maybe a little differently, or you know, you gain experience. Uh, or even recording, you know, uh, okay, the bass now I can feel it. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, I'm not playing as hard, maybe uh, oh, in that part, uh, I would redo that right now, but you know, it's okay like that. It's just, it's just craziness, you know, at some point, uh, people don't notice that that stuff very much anyway. <laughs> so uh, for, for La Pops, yeah, man, I'm really happy because uh, I'm getting uh, really nice reactions from people. So I, I wouldn't change. Too much on it because it's uh, it's uh, it's getting uh, good reviews and uh, nice reactions. So I'm really happy about it. And I I haven't had any other songs anyway that I would put on them because I, I'm putting everything that I have. You know, if if a song doesn't make it, it's it's usually dropped even before I get to the the lyrics or stuff like that. So there's nothing else you know to put on them. So it's uh, it's everything I worked for that year. It's it's there. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. So that, that was the next thing I was going to ask, actually, is uh, do you normally have lyrics already set for the songs or is it always music that comes first? Uh, it's always music. Yeah. Even the lyrics. Uh, I, I some, I'm Usually I, when I get to that part, I'm, I'm just like, thinking, OK, I'm looking for subjects, you know, just staying uh, in tune with the news or stuff like that. Just, OK, I'm going to talk about this. So, so I pinpoint a subject 
and I, I start working on it. And sometimes it's just veers off into something else, you know, because, okay, I'm, uh, you know, I, even if I like fractures, he says, I started talking about uh, religious fanaticism and sex, sex, uh, not sex, but uh, uh, religious uh, fanaticism. And mm -hmm. uh, it just veered off into the, 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 the whole uh, political crisis uh, everywhere with uh, COVID-19. And it's, it's, it all went there for the lyrics because, you know, it was such a big part of our lives. It was everywhere on the news and, you know, a, a lot of... Uh, there difficult situations in your yeah. country that were influencing, you know, because uh, talking about uh, politics with America and uh, with an American is always tricky because, you know, I, I, I don't want to too much get too much into that, you know, because I, I'm not Amer an American. So what can I say, you know, but your, your country is the, the, the leader of the free world. So the, you have influence. The, what happens is in your country has influence everywhere. So now you I think this year, just to tell you, I think we watched your elections more than we ever watch our elections. <laughs> so that I tells think, you I a lot. The, huh? I think yeah. the world did. <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's, that tells you a lot, you know, of the, the influence and the importance of what is happening in your country and, of course, the other uh, big countries in the world that are, uh, yeah. so, you know, Canada is this big uh, ge geographical country, but it's not that uh, powerful of a, of a country. And, so uh, yeah, that's uh, that, that's an EP that, uh, that all the the whole uh, the whole things that were happening on the news they, that really got into the lyrics. Even if I was starting up subjects, it was always veering 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 into that. Okay, no, awesome. Uh, no, I, I agree. Like like I, like I tell my friends, politically we can be diametrically opposed as long as we like the same music, the same movies, the same kind. Of, like we could be friends, man. I, I, that's never gonna. That's ne yeah. that, that's that's where my friendship comes. We can yell and argue politically all day <laughs> long. That, that's fine. But uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so so I I kind of want to ask also, being that you are more of an underground musician, uh, like. Do you find it hard being a like a one man project doing it doing it DIY doing it yourself like not having a label backing um the reason why I ask is I've run record labels I've been on record labels I've done my magazine for years and I almost feel it's more freeing in my opinion to either work with a little label or do it myself than have to deal with the endless bullshit of a bigger label and yeah. I, I, I i've been on both sides like i've okay. literally been, i i've literally been on a major metal label and i've been on small metal labels but wow. uh what's your thoughts or, or opinions like doing it diy do you feel like you're seeing more success this way or do you think if you did jump onto a record label that they would be able to do something more than what you're doing uh, for for me uh uh i never been on a big record label so you you're one of the, the few people i know that has that has done that so uh i don't know how it is but you hear stuff for sure you hear stuff you know and uh, now with the internet it's it's uh you can do a lot of stuff on your own you know and uh publicize yourself so you don't need maybe uh that much of a label as you used to but uh, you're you're kind of a needle in a haystack too. That's the difficulty, you know, because there's so many bands now and so many people that are able to do what, what I'm doing, you know, uh, one-man bands or maybe uh, projects. Uh, 
if, even if you're a, a whole band, you can record uh, pretty much easily now and with good quality. So for me, I, I, I'm, I'm happy with the, the, the do-it-yourself uh, thing. But for sure, if I were to produce uh, CDs and uh, vinyls and stuff like that, which I'm starting to maybe think about doing, I would like to have distribution for that for sure. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a big label, but you know, some entry point into somewhere because you know, I've done uh, throughout the years with other bands, I've done the, the, the do it yourself CDs, you know, with the boxes. And uh, I still have boxes here, man. <laughs> yeah, I still have boxes of old projects, you know. I'm kind of tired of that. You know, I would like to, you know, <laughs> have projects that are uh, taken by uh, distributors and distributed. That, that That's the thing. So for me, uh, yeah, Mozera, I would be, uh, I would be interested now in having uh, some kind of distribution for a physical thing. But if it doesn't happen, that's okay too, you know, the, 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 it's still uh, spreading through Spotify and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, so that's that's amazing, Spotify for, it's not amazing for the money it gives you, but it's amazing to think that, you know, somebody in uh, Ukraine is listening to your songs, you know, that's the, the 12 or uh, 15 or 20 years ago, that was like impossible already, yeah. you know, you have, you'd have to have a label to get your CD there, you know. So that's really nice for now to spread yourself. Very cool. Um, if you need help with distribution, I'm always around, man. I I, I I definitely could help you out with that. So please stay oh. in touch with that because like that's what this is all about. It's about the underground, helping each other out, making sure you know, making sure you get what you want. Uh, I, I'll, I'll just uh, totally on a side note, I'll just tell you: be careful with the vinyl because it becomes expensive very fast, and it's not easy to move. So uh, like, okay, okay, yeah. Like, like you legitimately will move a couple, maybe a hundred, 150 of them, and then they'll just sit there because that's just okay. kind of what it is. But like, you know, cassettes and CDs, they, they move. So you, oh, yeah, you they just, still move. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm still buying CDs, man. I'm just a right. guy, you know. <laughs> so same, same, same here. I'm, I'm, done, I'm not downloading music even. You know, <laughs> I, don't have a, I don't even have an iPhone. You know, I don't have a phone. So I'm just, I'm, just, uh, I'm, I'm still buying CDs because... Yeah. They, but I'm, I'm the old way for that. But that, of course, I would like to have a, 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 the, these two EPs in a CD format because that's where I'm from, you know. Yeah, but yeah, actually, I guess the vinyl thing, it's its costly to produce. Huh? Yeah. It's, really, it's expensive oh, to produce. Oh, oh, yeah. You're talking about thousands upon thousands of dollars just for a couple hundred records. So, yeah, it's expensive. But uh, I, I, don't, I don't mean to delve into that world for these people. So, uh, yeah. but uh, but uh, so the, the I guess what I would ask you is, is there any style of music that you would love to add into the Modir sound? Or is there something that like now you're thinking about adding that you've not done before? But that's, that's the point where I am now. It's trying to figure out where I'm going to go. So I think I'm going to try to keep it natural. You know, if it's, if it gets heavier and faster, it's going to be like that, you know, but mm -hmm. to consciously try to to add uh, uh, some stuff, uh, I'm not too sure. What I w always wanted to do is add blues, blues, okay. uh, bluesy stuff, bluesy stuff in in black metal. So that's uh, that's, that's pretty hard too, you know. <laughs> but uh, that's what I tried to do to some of my uh, lead playing. Maybe to have some bluesy notes in there, you know. Uh, that's that's kind of a, a really a different thing for me uh, i don't hear that a lot in 
black metal bands, you know. So that that was a conscious effort to try to have, uh, try to put some uh, some some blues into the leads into black metal songs. <laughs> but mm-hmm. apart from that, it's never truly a conscious thing to okay, I'm gonna put more progressive stuff in it. No, it's it's really uh, it really got out like that. It's really you know it's 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 uh, I wrote some songs and oh okay it's more proggy oh wow <laughs> it's just like yeah. that this year <laughs> very so, cool oh yeah, awesome yeah. um there there's some bands out there that mix some really strange elements uh i'll send you a couple of links so you can have them um there's a there's a there's a band out of the midwest in the u.s here that uh actually adds like bluegrass and blues into black metal so yeah. i'll I, yeah i'll definitely yeah i'll send it over to you i think i think you what's the name it. i think i might know the, uh, they're called Penasiakin. Um, uh, no, okay, I don't yeah, know. And, and yeah, they're they're on a label called Bind Ruin out of uh, out of out of Minnesota, and I they literally put blues like bluegrass and blue blue like old school uh, like nineteen twenties and thirties blues into black oh, wow. metal, and yeah, it's it's really interesting. But I'll send it over to you. I think you'll yeah, dig sure, it. Yeah, sure, man. Sure, yeah. it's, it's it's interesting. The stuff, man. different stuff, man. You know. The, you get tired at some point of listening to the, the everybody uh, this doing the same thing. So it's really uh, black metal is a really open gender for yeah. that. You can do anything. That that's what I like about black metal. And you can make it sound anything you want. You know, there's no pressure of uh, sounding like okay the the, the I don't know uh, some genres of uh, metal. You have to have that tone. You know, it's it's got to sound like a black metal. You, Man, you can sound like recorded on a four track in a, in the deep uh, forest or whatever, or have a more modern approach, and it's, so it's uh, and mix everything in there. So it's a really a nice, nice um, gender of a uh, meld for that. I agree. Um, so I, I guess I'm going to start wrapping it up. Uh, I got a couple more questions, but uh, uh, if you had to and you had to give like your elevator pitch your 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 you know basic let's say somebody's going to listen to the record for the very first time and has never heard you ever how would you kind of explain it to them for their very first listen uh how would i explain that to them well it's just uh uh, just the, the blood, sweat, and tears of a one-man guy uh, working his ass off for one year, and you know it's accumulation of uh, of uh, years of uh, of playing uh, you know melodic uh, heavy metal from the from the eighties and uh, plus uh, uh, the, the going through the nineties and the modern sounding stuff and trash and the big. Uh, the, the big guitars and uh, so so it's a mix of all that you know and rediscovering the the, the black metal as it was uh, the, the the really w- raw black metal that you you said like satiricon and stuff like that i really love satiricon they're very open-minded and they try different stuff in their albums so it's really that you know coming from the 80s with the the, the melodic uh, the melodic iron maiden judas priest thing and uh, going into uh, a modern, uh, more uh, heavy uh, guitar tone, and going back and bringing uh, the, the the old uh, raw black metal stuff into it. I, I guess I would try to, s- to say it like that, and then 
if you're still uh, listening to me after that and uh, not <laughs> <laughs> falling asleep <laughs> I said, okay tell me what you think about the album <laughs> cool. no, absolutely that that's a great way to explain it and Funny enough, I almost started using Judas Priest as a reference point in the review I was doing for you, but I was afraid that I wasn't hearing that element. And now that you say it, I like bite my tongue saying like, why did I not talk about that? Because like I heard that, like I heard those, especially in kind of the way the bass lines were going, it reminded me of old Judas Priest a lot. Um, so very, very cool, man. Very cool. So my last question, I ask everybody this and I just always love to see the responses. So if you could have one artist, living, dead, I don't care, band, it could be any style, it doesn't matter, take your brand new EP and make it their own and re-record it, who would you want it to be and why? Oh my God, re-record it. Yeah, That's... so they'll take those songs and make it their own. Oh, wow. I don't, I really don't know. I really don't know who I, I'd like to. Maybe Ishan, you know. Maybe Ishan, his own take on 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 this stuff. It would be, I guess, it's very advanced musically. Ishan, very experimental. So I, I would wonder what he would do with the songs. You know, what he would, where he would take them differently. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Cool. No, that would be. I, I, it personally, in my opinion, I think he'd take it very jazzy. Uh, because, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Because that's kind of, it seems like that's his new love. He kind of adds a lot yeah. of jazzy elements into everything. So, but no, very cool. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get going to give you the next couple of minutes uh, before we, we wrap this up to talk about any other projects you do, anything you're doing right now, and, you know, what the future of Modira is. So uh, it's your time to talk. Cool. Uh, if you want to listen to other stuff I did that I really still like, it's a Trinity Blast. Trinity Blast is a project we, we worked uh, really hard on it. We had uh, two, three songs. We recorded three songs with Kevin Talley, who is a drummer in uh, Suffocation and uh, uh, Dying Fetus. So yeah. uh, I just sent him the tracks and he sent me the, the drums and we, we recorded two tracks like that. And then after the, we did uh, two other tracks with uh, Antoine Barry, who's a drummer from uh, Augury in, in, in Quebec, and a great drummer too, he did the bass. So the, the, those are nice songs too, of uh, more uh, melodic, because the singer's singing uh, a mix of uh, melodic, uh, Iron Maiden maybe a little, and uh, screams too, this mix of that, and it's more like a, a, tr a progressive trash. Uh, we had maybe uh, some some colorations of Nevermore, which I really like. Uh, nice. Nevermore, I love Nevermore. And uh, so that if people want to check check that out, it's uh, the, those songs are are on Bandcamp too, and uh, YouTube and Spotify everywhere. And uh, there's always uh, the the old project, uh, the, the Tears for Dead for the Dead Gods that I did in 2005. That's been really uh, that that was a difficult album to to make. Took me a while. It cost a lot of money. You know, it's a it's a progressive, uh, you know, concept album that I did long ago. It's so it's very different too. It's a, it's you know it's that old uh, two to fifteen years ago sound yeah. that we had in Montreal for I don't know for the drums and everything. So still a it's still an interesting listen to people if they if they want to check that out. And for the future of Modira. Like I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm starting to, uh, you know, to to uh, to to try to be in the, 
in the mood of a creation of, of a renewal, you know, try renewal of the of the sounds that I have to to try and not repeat the same thing. So uh, I haven't written anything yet, but I'm starting to you know to get in the mood to to do that and see where it's going. So apart from that, uh, just uh, listen to it on spotify and uh, download it from bandcamp it's for it's in the format uh, pay what you want uh, or download download it for free the only thing i'd appreciate for for people if they download it for free is to, you know like the facebook or share with friends you know share 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 the music i just wanted we we make music you know for people to listen yeah. to it you know to spread it so that's the first point because you know I, the, 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 the money thing is, is really difficult in this uh, this business now and as ever as, as, as it ever was. You know, it's always been difficult, but now it's uh, it's really is. You know, you, you did that for passion, you know, music. So yeah. that's it. That's it. So people uh, go go into the band, on the band camp and uh, take the albums and spread the love. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, I'll, yeah. I'll make sure I, I'll make sure the band camp links and the Facebook links and all that stuff are down. Uh, uh, as well when, when when this gets up uh, but again thank you so very much for this it's been an absolute pleasure i'm glad i got to spend some time and talk with uh with you and uh again clint from the doorway too hanging out with more deer and uh like i said uh best of luck and uh if you ever do live uh play live let me know i'd love to be able to come see you so cool. thank, right. thanks for your time and thanks for your review too it's a, a first right. for me man to get a video review and from somebody you know and Phoenix, Arizona. Wow, that's so cool, man. You know, that's the, the modern world we're living in. So uh, thanks. Thanks a lot. Hey, absolutely. You have a good one. Yeah, you too.